0: Hey, girl, and welcome to the She Calls Her Shots podcast, a place for ambitious women to gain clarity around our goals, find inspiration in our journey, and also learn how to create a life and a business of our dreams. My name is Krista, and I'm a wedding and a brand photographer, a business coach, and the creator of the She Calls Her Shots membership community. And in this podcast, we'll talk about both the tactical strategies and habits that you need. As well as the mindset and inner clarity that'll help you take the big leaps, both in your life and in your business. And we always focus on the real talk and the behind the scenes of growing a thriving business. Because let's be honest, it's not always glamorous, but the work is always worth it. So, girlfriend, let's start making some moves and calling our own shots. Hey, girl, and welcome to this episode. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast listeners, Natalie. She recently shared with me in a DM on Instagram the value that she got from one of our recent episodes. And she shared that she was able to walk away with more confidence and just acceptance of the season of life that she's in after listening to the episode. And girl, I just want you to know, Natalie, that I am so proud that you were able to give yourself that gift of clarity and self-acceptance. And thank you, so much for listening in and taking the time to share with me. So, today's episode, I really want to focus on the simplicity that I that I hope that you remember to have when launching a new business. Because let's be honest, when we are starting something new that feels as daunting as launching a business, it can feel really overwhelming with not even knowing Where to start? Because the energy around starting a business can feel really fun and exciting. And there's just so much like electricity around all of those feelings. But even when we're pursuing something that we're passionate about or that we're really meant to pursue, it's still so easy to get lost in the shuffle of not knowing where to even begin. What is the first step that we need to take? Where do we even start or where do we go? And one of the things that I wholeheartedly believe in, especially when it comes to starting a new business, is this, keep it super simple because it can be so easy to get lost in the business tasks that are the the nice to haves but not necessarily the things that'll help you get your business off the ground. And you know those things that I'm talking about, right? Like it can be so easy to go down the rabbit hole of like, Spending multiple hours on Pinterest, you know, because we feel like we need to have the perfect Pinterest page, right, whenever we launch a business or spending hours and hours curating the perfect Instagram content or, you know, all of those things that feel like we're working and we feel like we're making progress. But at the end of the day, those aren't really the things that are going to move us forward in our business, it can be so easy to get lost in those. And so what should we spend our time focusing on? What is it that we should do first? Should we focus on building a, you know, our social media account? Should we focus on building engagement in a community? Should we focus on building our framework? Or what is it that we should do? So for me personally, I think it's really important to think about two things. Number one, what do you want your client experience process to look like? Because at the end of the day, regardless of where where your clients find you, they could find you on Instagram, they could hear referrals from friends, at the end of the day, the whole point of having a business is that we take someone from finding us all the way through this journey of inquiring with us, you know, hiring us, booking us, buying our services or our products, and then, you know, kind of the after sale or after. You know, service experience of what does it look like after we're done working together? No matter what business you have, we all are taking our clients through a journey. So, the first thing I want you to think about is what do you want that experience to look like? And number two, what from that experience, what items would be the most necessary for you to create in order to make those things possible? So, for example, for my fellow photographers, This could mean asking yourself questions like, where will my ideal client find me? Are they going to find me on Instagram? Do they mostly hang out on Facebook? Are they going to mostly find me from Google or having a website? Getting really clear on where our kind of ideal clients are hanging out and spending their time. And then once we know that, we need to ask ourselves, okay, well, once they find me, how are they going to contact me? Am I okay with people just sending me Instagram messages? Do I want to have a, you know, an email, whether it's a business email or just a Gmail account that is specific for my business? Will there be an application or a form that they need to fill out? Or can they just send me an email and tell me what it is that they want? You know, how will I respond? Am I going to email them with pricing options? Do I want to set up a phone call first or a consultation call and then send over pricing? All of these things kind of start to define what that client experience journey looks like. And most importantly, I think one of the most important steps is, you know, after you've met with someone or had a consult or someone decides that they want to book with you, how will they sign the contract and pay the invoice? Because in my opinion, these two are two of the more important things that you want to have figured out because you can work on building your social media and your you know, uh, community and engagement and email list. You can work on building all of that at any point in your business. But you could launch your business tomorrow to your close friends and family, someone might wanna hire you. And so it's so important to have that process in place of when someone wants to work with me, how are they gonna sign the contract and how are they gonna pay me? Those are, I think, two of the most important things that you want to think of first. But once you have that outlined, um, the whole experience, the client journey, once you have it outlined, it becomes so much easier to figure out what it is that you need to focus on. Because you realize, you know, the social media, the community building, all of that is important, but it's probably not your first on your list of your top five things to do. The first five things to do are to make sure that your business is set up so that you are protected legally, you are able to get paid, um, that your clients have a good experience, right, that when you're sending them you know, emails that it's easy to book with you, it's easy to email you, it's easy to get in touch with you and to ask you questions. Those are the things that are really going to help you find success in your business. And for my non-photographers, you'll wanna follow the same process. I always recommend the same steps. So asking yourselves, you know, how will they find me? What will I be sharing about my new business to my friends and family? What platform am I going to use? Um, Where do they hang out? Where do I, you know, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook? And what will my process look like? Because again, my biggest tip, no matter what business you are in, is to always have a both legal and systematic way of signing, sending contracts, getting paid, protecting yourself legally. Because even if you're just starting off, I know it can be really easy to put this on the back burner because you might think that you don't need this. But at the end of the day, you have to treat your business like the business that you want to have. So even if you're just starting off, this could be day one of your business. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed by this, but I want you to think about, I'm gonna have people booking me Tomorrow. I'm going to have people hiring me tomorrow. That's A, so exciting. And B, you want to make sure that you're set up in a way to be able to process that in a way that you'll be able to track later. So that way, when it's time to do your taxes, when it's time to, if someone asks you questions, like not a friend or a family member, but like an accountant that's looking for like the numbers and the specifics, you want to make it as easy as possible on yourself and as stress free as possible to be able to gather that information. Take it from me, from my experience. I'm not just saying this because I think it's a nice to have. I'm saying this because I have I have been through this and I have made it very stressful for myself in the very beginning. So here's the thing. Here's the first few things that I did um, within the first few weeks of really launching my business, some of the things that I focused on. So number one for me, I wanted to create a simple website for people be able, to be able to find me. Um, Instagram wasn't around when I launched my business. I launched my business back in 2011 or 2010. I can't remember now. It's been so long. I think it was 2010. So Instagram wasn't really around. So I didn't really have the pressure of a lot of social media. And so I knew, well, you know, Instagram wasn't a thing. So I had to have a way for people to find me, right? So first and foremost, I created a very simple website for people to find me. Number two, I set up my contracts. So I bought a template. I can't remember who I bought it from when I was just starting off, but – um, nowadays, there's so many incredible places that you can go to find templates, especially specific for creative industries. There are so many wonderful templates that you can buy that are geared towards whether you're a planner, a photographer, a florist, a coach, um, you know, anything, any online professional. There's literally so many spots. So, for example, one of my favorites is the legal page. Um, there's also the contract shop. Um, there's a handful of other people that you can check out for contracts. But setting up my contract was very important. So I just created, at the time, I used Adobe Echo Sign because there there weren't really a lot of options for a lot of small business owners at the time. But again, there's so many different things that you can find now that will help you, like Hello Sign. Um, I think Echo Sign is now Adobe Sign. Um, there's a lot of different ways where you can send contracts to your clients and they can easily sign them al- online. And number three, I wanted to set up a way to get paid. Um, because even though I wasn't making a lot of money, I knew I was going to be making some money. And I mean, how was someone going to pay me? Like I wasn't going to make them bring cash. That felt weird. And I didn't want to take a check. That felt even weirder. So I, at the time, used Square. But now there's so many options. I mean, there's Venmo. There's, I think Square might be an option still. But there's even um, client, I mean, if you're just starting off, don't feel like you need to go all in. But there's things like honey Book and Debsato, which kind of handle your contracts and your invoices all in one system. So there's a ton of different resources that you can use to be able to set up um, the legal parts of your business. And my one recommendation when possible when talking about the money side of things would be, if possible, to create a separate account where you receive a the money that you make in your business. So it it doesn't necessarily have to be a business checking account. You can even open just a free checking account in a bank, but I would suggest keeping all of your business money separate from your personal money, especially the money that you are making and bringing in because again, it's gonna make it so much easier when it's time to do your taxes and to account for all of the money that you've made to not have those in separate or in one joint account and having to figure it out. Also, once you register, if you decide to register as um, like an LLC or, you know, like a a business. I don't know if a sole prop or um, the other ones require it, but I know for an LLC, you actually have to have a separate account. They require that of you. So just something to think of. It can be really helpful down the road. And again, just makes things a lot less stressful for you. And you know, on this podcast, I don't just like to dive into the question at hand. There's always some underlying beliefs underneath the question. So one of the things that I want to chat about is oftentimes as new business owners, we start to feel really overwhelmed by all of the things that we need to do in our business, right? Like, where do I start? How do I even how do I even get momentum or get moving? And a lot of the times this overwhelm comes from a place of either like fear or just a lack of confidence. Because A lot of the time we're so afraid of failing that we think that if we just wait a little bit longer or do a little bit more research or find out a little bit more about how to start a business or take another course or read another book or, you know, get involved in another mastermind, we think that if we do these things that eventually we'll just get to the point where we can set up our business the right way right from the beginning, and we won't make any mistakes. And as magical as that sounds, I want you to know that that doesn't exist. <laughs> there is no such thing as setting up a business perfectly from the beginning, because a lot of the times we learn from our experience, We, you won't know what you're not going to like or what doesn't work for you until you try it. So spoiler alert, let's just go ahead and get rid of that belief now, and let's just remind ourselves that the key is to figure out what tasks, what things on your list, once you figure out your client experience, what you want that to look like, what things on that list are most important to help you get your business off the ground. Because figuring out the tools that will help support those action items help keep it super simple to just start building that momentum and start building your business. And I know it can feel super scary because as a new business owner you know we all go through this feeling of feeling like we're we're doing so many scary brand new things at the exact same time like there are not many times in life usually you you know you go through stressful events and you're having to handle one or two things at a time that feel new and feel scary As a new business owner, we're going through all of those feelings all at the same time. We're figuring out contracts. We're figuring out invoices. We have to figure out what a client experience looks like. We have to figure out the structure of our business, our framework of things that we're going to use. We have to figure out all the legal things and like how we even want to show up as a business owner and what that looks like. So I want you to just remember, regardless of all of those things, first of all, celebrate the fact that you're doing it because that's incredible. And second of all, remember that by keeping it really simple and by focusing on the things that matter, it'll not only help you streamline your process and help make it easier to manage, it'll also help you feel less overwhelmed because you're only focusing in on those things that really matter and that are actually going to move you forward and help you book more clients, help you make more money, help you actually feel like a true business owner and CEO. I hope that you can celebrate just how brave you are for taking this step to launch a business. And whether you're launching your very first business, or maybe you already have a business and you're branching out and launching something new, I hope you recognize how much courage it takes to follow that dream for yourself. And you're freaking going for it. (laughs) So... If we're not already friends on Instagram, I want to connect with you. I want to cheer you on. I want to hear your takeaways from this episode today. You can share it with me in a DM. I'd love to shout you out next time on the podcast. I love getting to shout out my listeners. So feel free to connect with me. My Instagram handle is at Marie. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon, girl. Hey there. One last thing before you go. I would absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It's so much fun shouting out my listeners' reviews and takeaways on the podcast. And by leaving a review, you not only help me create more content that's relevant for you, but you also make it possible for other women business owners around the world to find the podcast too. I'm honestly so grateful that you decided to listen in today, and I can't wait to hear your takeaways from this episode.